everyone carl donnelly here i don't know how i'm addressing the camera like it's a show yeah it really feels like we're, you're about to do like a you know like the evening news <laughs> when they go to an event <laughs> yeah yeah just out yeah i'm out about here i am at the melbourne comedy festival guys <laughs> um this is tvi episode i believe it's episode 191 of our well, podcast oh my wonderful mm. stuff we were nine away and if you oh, damn so you know, always the bridesmaid never a bride if you cut it down to the gold i reckon we've done Two hours tops. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of filler. Me and Julian. Are those all Julian one-liners? Yeah, that yeah, just come yeah. Out of nowhere and yeah. they're a real treat, and we'll be lacking during that. They will hours. be sadly. Um, there's no somebody, Rebecca Austin, mm-hmm. uh, um, your colleague, my colleague, and our yes. friend. Yeah. Has Rebecca um, ever been on a podcast? I just assumed she must have been, but that would there's no. no podcast for comedy industry individuals. Well, I'm here. That's well, true. yeah, that's, that's. But you also do a lot of podcasting and like we're a broadcast. Well, that's what I was going to yeah, describe true. you as. So guests, people, you, you've been on it before, John yeah. Hastings. I don't know which one of you is the Julian sub in. Um, so I'll, I'll describe Julian are, to you. But Kyron, um, Kyron Wheatley, um, podcaster, broadcaster, yeah. um, comedy club proprietor, yeah, um, yeah. and comedy adjacent. Comedy Is that the adjacent. right way of describing you? I'd say so, these days. Yeah. These, <laughs> these days. Yeah. Um, you wear many hats. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? When you, ha- when you have to come with a list. I think it's just cleaner yeah. just to be yes. comedians. Because obviously what they all, they're always, everyone's complimentary about jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Everyone speaks so highly. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know about the master of none portion of that saying until I... I thought it was a compliment I about was, you. I was probably, I was about, probably about 20 and then someone was like... And you found out it was an insult. Master <laughs> of none. I was like, what's this master <laughs> of none crap? I thought I was Jack, baby. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. It is yeah, it does. It is a is an insult, know, but, it's but also it's better than being like a, a jack prick. of no trades, and also master of none. Yeah, yeah that's true. Or yeah. or jack be master or a master a of one bad trade. Mm. <laughs> like no one ever thinks about the ins and yeah, outs. Like comedy, of this. for example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to be a master <laughs> of comedy. Like, ima- I was thinking about this yesterday while I was tying my shoes. Imagine being the best person at tying shoes like that's just you have one skill that's your one talent yeah like you you woo people to sexual scenario like i don't want to be weird you should see me lace up a pair of trainers like that would be such a bizarre life to lead of like well does do you does twyla have uh, she's very good. You know, she's actually very advanced Velcro at um, uh, get, like things like getting dressed mm-hmm. for a two and a half year old. She's she can do it herself. She gets right. socks on herself, tying laces. She's not there yet. Wow. Yeah. She has an incredible trick that I taught her once and thought this will take ten goes to get her to get it. Which is how to put a jacket on or a rucksack. Where you have you ever seen this? Where you turn it? So hang on, you've got it. Imagine you hold your jacket up in front of you. Yeah. And then you turn it and put it sort of facing away, yeah. face up, uh, and then you put your arms through and you go and flip it over your head and it goes on. I taught her that once and she now does it every time without a fader. Wow. And, but, and I didn't even teach her that that's how you do it with a rucksack and she worked that out herself. 
does she think that's just the way everyone's putting on jackets? Mm. Oh, that is true, actually. No, I don't think so because I don't think I've I've only ever done it in front of her when I've I taught it to her that one time. Will okay. you teach her that that's how Martin Sheen puts on his jackets because he injured his shoulder filming Apocalypse Now, so he has to put it on weirdly? Oh, is that how he does Why? it? Yeah, that's how. Because like, you mentioned this to me. It's, was it you to mention it? Somebody mentioned it to me about the West Wing. In the West Wing, apparently Martin Sheen has a specific way of putting on his jacket. That's a, yeah, That's he's it. a really weird way of putting on his jacket. And, and is it that way? It is, it that, is way. that way. Over the head. Yeah. It's over the head with this weird. Right. I've never maneuver. seen the West Wing. It's it is it is more unrealistic than Star Wars in terms of how a government operates. Right. Okay. But it is so fun. Like it's just a bunch. Of, it's like just a bunch of mates having fun, snappy conversations, yeah, 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 and yeah. like pop yeah. to the basement, and they're just like, <laughs> "What about the vote? It went well." Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like it's they portray be working at the White House is just like, like a, you have, a real laugh. Yeah, you just have a real a lot a lot of just fun chats with like a grumpy man, and then the president comes and is just very reasonable about the Bible. My um, view of it as having not seen it but seen little clips is that a lot of the conversation takes place walking down hallways all that's of it true. does yes <laughs> that's true. But is it, i don't know how true that is in yeah, the politics sort of that famous. i love that on the on the day that perhaps the most famous episode of television ever to be released just like was released yesterday succession we're here talking about please well, no one talk no, about no spoilers. 1999 are you up to speed yeah i am so not, I'm not I'm, i've not started this and season like, yet four people messaged me with one person literally wrote I know you love Succession, and so here, and I'm going to give you some spoilers, and no, I literally just know. deleted yeah, them yeah, from yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, block. what do you do? I have a flight back to Los Angeles, oh and I will God. be spending it high on various marijuana products watching Brian Cox say yeah. fuck off yeah. to people, and then Jerry getting fucking Macaulay's son to have I a little J off in a bathroom. But there was an episode of one of the cast members uh, on, on Stephen Colbert's show. There you yeah, go. Yeah, this yeah. is what and I want to talk said, about. He, said, he, he opened it by saying, warning... The episode came out yesterday. Spoiler. He's like, I don't normally start interviews like this, but spoiler alert for yeah. those watching at home. But of course, all those watching in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I yeah. would get had it. No, it had no rude. choice. And you could audibly hear everyone go, ah. Oh. Just leave. The whole audience yeah, would leave. Just leave. What I also don't like specifically about Succession is it's a show that I don't know how people watch it week to week because it starts every season. I watch the first episode and go, they fucked it. They fucked it. This is the worst. And yeah, then by the yeah, last yeah, episode, yeah. I'm like, these fuckers did it again. This is television, baby. <laughs> but I, I'm going to say, I, I think they're not. This isn't. I'm, I think there is obviously something is going to happen in this season that we've been waiting for the whole time. I'm not an yeah. idiot. Everyone, we know enough about the yeah, story yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the writing process. The thing that is meant to be happening. It's, yeah, yes. it's called. Like, people that. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Like, I can guess what's coming, <laughs> yeah. and people that. And only by people's abject shock in a way where if i knew what would happen i would be like how did how are you shocked yeah yeah, yeah 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 so uh, there is that i mean that's not a spoiler to think that will probably have happened or will happen at some point or i don't yeah, know if yeah, it's happened yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to know when i don't want to know what I part of the wanna, season like, I, it's also i there's no television i get excited for anymore you know what i mean like this is the no. last one where it's like and it feels like the world is getting excited at the same time yeah about this, yes which is exciting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's made even better by the fact that it's all about a show where w i think my favorite episode a man has cum spat back in his mouth and that just can't <laughs> be like the fact that my mom and i text about that show and we've just ignored yeah, that episode yeah, yeah. is a real it's a real show of maturity within the, the Hastings family. <laughs> I watched the first episode of Beef last night. Have you heard about Beef? I, I've seen it pop up. Netflix wants me to watch it. Very good. Like, it's very... It really sets it up like, oh, this is going to be... 
very well made, but very fun as a concept. Like it just starts with a a road rage exchange between two very different people. One's quite a struggling um, like builder mm. who is just like his family have had to be basically moved back to Korea because he did he got involved in a scam and ruined their business. So that he's now got this pressure of like trying to repair his parents' lives because he's the reason they've had to move back to Korea. <laughs> and uh, and then it's a very high-powered um, corporate sort of art dealer type. And they just two very different worlds and they just collide in a road rage incident and just start this proper, like, I, I described it as a war of attrition on WhatsApp. I yeah. said that like I described it on a on the ABC <laughs> News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your but um, when we were talking, you asked yeah. what it was like, and I said, yeah, you can feel that it's like it's gonna go big. Every episode is gonna escalate to how they are yeah. trying to get back at each other, and it's gonna be so petty. But also, both characters are so stressed, and you know, it's got that. Um, I, I what, I'm try- what it's got? What's um? Oh fuck! It's got Ali Wong. It's got Ali Wong, but I'm trying to think. There was a show I've watched recently that is so stressful to watch. And I can't remember what it was. Like it's one TV these days. I know it is. This this is exactly. I watched the first episode of Beef on your recommendation. Yeah, and I had to shut it off. Not that it wasn't quality. It's just that that level of stress. And also, Mm. I've I've been in a feud with a neighbor. And it is, I am not surprised. I had nothing to do I'm with it. I'm not either. Fucking I nuts. I didn't. I didn't initiate it. They were crazy. Like it was. So, like what did you do? Yeah. I, yeah. What did you I, do, John? I was, a, I was a student living in an apartment, and these were two people in their forties that had really sad lives, working in, I believe, a glue factory and being unemployed. <laughs> and they, um, like, one time, for example, they thought I was always making noise, but they were crazy. It was the noise of the street. So one time I was studying in my apartment and he came down and I knew it was going to happen because I heard a homeless guy yelling at a guy on a bike and he came down and went, you're watching that bike racing program with the loud commentator. Oh and I went, God. no, 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 no. Um, and then uh, it all escalated to at six o'clock in the morning. He accused me of uh, physically attacking his wife. Now, I don't know what had just happened, but I assume twasn't me. Yeah. And uh, before I could call the police, the crazy Greek landlord who lived in the basement with his three scary sons heard him screaming at me, and he came up oh, in old manny pajamas with the pocket and the pockets I in lo- the trousers. My father-in-law wears those. Absolutely. Oh. It's an exceptional look. It's even made better when it is a confused man. Like, literally, he peeked out and was like, was that man yelling at you for yeah, this? Yeah, and yeah, Montreal rental laws were so much, and he was like, it'll be taken care of. And then I heard him slam the door of his apartment. Then it was reopened, and many footsteps went uh, up the stairs no. and then just threw I just heard <laughs> and then the mo- I heard malaka which is a Greek word that means bad things yeah <laughs> I then, know I know the word malaka <laughs> and then the steps came down and then him and his sons were in my door and then he'll be out by this afternoon with his wife and I was what? like how did you do that like did you break his lease wow. and he was just like you don't worry how I did that but I did it and oh then it went God. down yeah and, I, and, it just, and then he went back to a basement he went back to his basement this was that was the wow. best landlord I ever had in my entire life <laughs> he had made little birdhouses around the apartment because he was like wouldn't it be nice if there's like birds and nature around this little yes. apartment it was across from like a gas station in kind of a weird neighborhood and it was this little lovely oasis i would like stop by and see him after i moved up i fucking loved that guy that said he did have a saw in his bedroom which was like his his apartment was also the workshop for the apartment like, this was a man who clearly had a wife who died and he was just like i'll just rent that apartment and i'll live here yeah, and, yeah. and he did and wow. still still a good man so i couldn't want i couldn't enjoy beef because oh, it, it brought all those emotions back That's yes but watching it i was like this is he is right this yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. Like, 
This is a war. It also has yeah. a lovely comment on hustle culture, which I, I want to destroy. I hate Yes. It. I've got a little sort of a side reference to it in my show this year about you know this idea that you've got to work really hard and that's oh, the yeah. secret to life and it's the opposite, isn't it? It's, it's the secret to life is that to do as little as possible mm-hmm. yeah. until you die. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever had any neighbourly... Um, Issues. The first thing to mind is that I was, a, I was I was a witness in an attempted murder. Oh <laughs> my! Oh, that counts as yeah. beef, I reckon. Yeah. Wheatley evidently is Latin for brings it with the story. <laughs> Go we're ahead. Sitting, we're sitting an on attempted murder. That's the best Sydney. one. Oh, so it was from your ha- house? Yeah, we're sitting on the balcony at the, and we were having a joint on the balcony, which is great. Um, Tell me more. Which yeah. does throw out your testimony in court. Well, <laughs> I disagree, actually. A lot of studies have recently done that actually his awareness of the situation was actually peaked. Oh, as opposed were to these studies done by Cheech and Chong? They certainly <laughs> were. Uh, that is Dr. <laughs> Cheech and Professor Chong, I'll have you know. Not the same guys. It's just an unfortunate coincidence. Maria Cheech and Robert Chong. <laughs> <laughs> the University of London, you, right. you booze-loving <laughs> bastard. So leave us hippies to our enjoyment. No, no, they go ahead, You're smoking a jazz cigarette. With friends who were up in Melbourne, this was in Sydney, and um, and someone came out of the building opposite and was was screaming, "I love you," and digging, seemingly to us, it looked like digging in their underwear in the park opposite. That's not a good look. Not um, good. And our friends who were up were like, "We should call someone." Mm. And I know this park quite well, and I was like. We should not. This is yeah. This is, it. This is welcome. Welcome to yes. Sydney. Yes. Yeah. 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 What part of Sydney did you? Devonshire Street. That's in the Cross. Is that right? Uh, I, I lived in the Cross as well, but this is before that. This is okay. Uh, this yeah, is yeah. like Surrey Hills. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this yeah, is also yeah. like twelve years ago now. I guess. Or, yeah. Close to. Okay, so great. Because I was about to say that whole different. area really different. feels like it was lovely now. See before, yeah. yeah I've lived in a lot of those neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Slowest tram in the world. <laughs> yeah, idols up Devonshire Street. Well, that used to be a little rougher. And uh, yeah, so he was digging away, and um, friend said, "Yeah, we should call someone." I said, "Oh no, I don't think we should. Uh, this is, you know, he'll be. He's just. He's on something. He'll be fine." Yeah. Uh, and then enough time passed where I thought, "Oh, actually, actually, maybe we should." And so uh, we did. And uh, we called an ambulance, but then the police arrived. So we we're, you know, punching out the uh, the little doobie there, <laughs> and um, then immediately we're just speaking to the police uh, about what we've witnessed and what we've seen. Um, and uh, then the, the ambulance arrived, and then a second ambulance arrived. And I oh. think when the second ambulance arrived, not good, not great, not great. They've obviously got a piece of equipment. Yes. But they need to get to uh, yeah. you quicker than you can get to the hospital. Oh, God. Um, and so that's when we sort of, sort of felt quite bad that we hadn't called sooner. And um, But it, luckily it was just an attempted murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did survive. Good. But then we got to, we, got, we, we went to court. Did you? Yeah, I went to court and uh, gave evidence. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, I don't yeah, know why. I I've always wanted to just... I could go through the medical te- metal yeah. detectors, talk, talk to like a vaguely overweight security gentleman. Oh, it's yeah, very A little fun. side... Piece oh, yeah. as you go through. Of course, yeah, out yeah, one out your back, one out your sock. <laughs> like, Can you describe the man you saw. <laughs> that guy. Oh. He looked like that guy. Yeah. He's oh. So satisfied. And yeah, what, yeah. What, I mean, did did you? Could you um, actually identify him? Was it like that is definitely the man? No. Or were you too far away? We were definitely far too far. Right. Away. Okay. Yeah, we were we were there to describe the course of events. I think because then, then yeah, they pulled us all in, four of us. Um, it was pretty open shut. 
Um, <laughs> okay, that's yeah. a rundown yeah. of the court case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, what had happened is he'd gone to his uh, the the um, perp had gone to his friend's house and had a shower, which is where they found him bloody. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> what was the um, weapon he was, of choice? Uh, stabbing him with a pen. Ooh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. not good. A, a crime of education. What was fascinating uh, was that. Uh, but the fact he survived, I the think, does disprove the old pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Your joke was much better than mine. Get that one on the ground. Get that one on the ground. Clip it. Clip it now. <laughs> clip it now. Clip it now. <laughs> he, uh, we, we were having a party at that house about a year later, and it was just the door was open so that people would come in. And uh, there was someone at the door that I did not recognize. I said, oh, hi. I thought maybe one of my housemates had invited them. And he, he said, "Oh, the, the the police said that one of one of the one of the houses opposite this this park called the called the ambulance um, and save." And I was like, "Oh, that was me!" Yeah, I was just in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Stone man, it's great. But he was, he was the victim. And he was the victim. Oh, that's fine. Sometimes it wasn't the. I hate <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> I hate and then I was stabbed fourteen <laughs> times with a pen. I hate to interrupt. <laughs> I just want to clarify. It just says five on that display. Is that fine, or does that need to be counting up? That's a terrific question, John. Good. Oh, tell me, but yeah, what have we done? Because it is the record button is on. The record button is on. But uh, is it? What I'll do is I'll stop it, and then we'll and then we'll start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. But that's and we'll see. just see if it does the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did a. We're off again. Oh, so uh, sorry. We for just that. had a little minor interval because um, we do thought we weren't this? recording. Uh, no, we I tend to put it out semi. You'll have either you'll have sixteen minutes or forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, we tend to put it out as live. Normally, we only edit it if. Somebody says something. They afterwards go, "That should never touch the ears of another human being." Yeah. Um, but we just had to have a little intermission because we thought we weren't recording that yeah. first <laughs> sixteen minutes about murders. Yes. Um, I uh, luckily I, you just we made were. Question whether I should have said that. Oh, you're yeah. fine because <laughs> I uh, I was going to say I've also recently had to speak to the police while stoned off my ass because a woman jumped on stage and I, I, this is uh, you can find the there's a clip of it on my Instagram. Where was it? Wilmington, North Carolina, the home of Michael Jordan. I'll have okay, you know. Okay, that's mm. cool. So their mall, I think, home or where he's from. Where he's from. He doesn't live there yeah. now. Usually, <laughs> very much not his home. And they all I are think like, he did all right for himself. They all are like, he doesn't really come back. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's a he was a black man who grew up in the South. Yeah. In the '60s, I feel Whoa. like he has some baggage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like yeah. he's, a, he's um, like, what's happening now? That stat screens are on standby. Everything's going. I'm having tech that said, Wilmington, lovely fucking, lovely little town. The South, mm. if they don't tell you about the South of America, yeah. it is gorgeous and all the history is there. And the reason why America doesn't, the history. It, doesn't dwell <laughs> oh, in its yeah, history yeah. is quite crucially you know what? what that history entails. I like, just <laughs> adore the history of the South Oh, boy. Oh, the history. The like, rich history. It's, it's up there with London, which just yeah. don't Google what, who this guy is on the statue. Just yeah. don't Google it. You're yeah. not going to be happy. Yeah. But, oh, um, he invented the idea of killing black people. Like, oh, why did he get <laughs> yes. a statue? So I was on uh, on stage and we had I had a little ding dong with a heckler Ooh. and she ended up um, rushing the stage and I just walked off the stage because America is a litigious place and I was just like I'm just not gonna yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they ended up like grabbing her on the way out she punched a guy in the back of the head and took a swing at another bouncer yeah and then her and her son very crucially. Uh, jumped oh, in imagine, a car. Imagine going out with your mum on a night out and she punches someone in the <laughs> head. The, the footage really is... What a, what a life. The footage yeah. is one of, has the saddest moment of the way, how quickly and routinely he grabs her coat. Oh, and gra- like it's, so like it's like he's done that a thousand, thousand times. times. Every like every school parents' evening, he was having to just carry his mum's <laughs> stuff <Yeah>. home. <laughs> and I, um, 
And so she had a fucking bash. Then they went to the emergency room and claimed that she had been attacked by the comedian oh, at the audience at out. the comedy club. By you? By me? By Jackie? Ja Jackie's a lover, not a fighter. But uh, luckily, there was an old Greek man in the basement. That's correct. He showed up again. Stavros <laughs> to the rescue. Um, no, there was just so many cameras. So and like it was a bit intense. And I I was totally fine because it's very much not the first time someone's gotten on stage yeah, yeah, to yeah. attack me. Um, which they all were like, that's weird that this doesn't bother you. And I'm like, you guys had security. Yeah, I've had it where yeah, yeah. it's just me. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I just have to figure it out. Exactly. Um, uh, but I didn't think, which is I started getting super baked on a on the porch. And then they were like, you know, the cops are coming to speak to you. Oh. I was like, oh, when are they getting here? And then they were like a call from downstairs. Like, They're here now. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I just, I just uh. put it out. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even do that. Like He came up and I saw him kind of look towards the ashtray. And I could see in his mind being like, Nah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. talked to me, and he was like, da da da. And the one thing you could tell I was stoned because when he said, "So what happened?" I started with, "So the show began," and he went, "Just yeah. with me." <laughs> <laughs> so I was born in yeah. 1985. Yeah. The um, year was 1985, um, and the world needed another on comedian. That, you said something to me very surprising last week. I think it was as a, as the owner of a comedy club. Here we are. You said nobody's uh, you know the no audience member has ever vomited in here. And I hey, was shocked, you and that says a lot about no. But I was saying that as somebody who's you know done Edinburgh enough times and yeah for gigs in you know the big clubs in London and in the UK on weekends, oh, and yeah. obviously in America, like I've seen, I've been to some gigs in New York that were quite rowdy and stuff, and you know I think. I was shocked at it over what how you've had this place now for three years. Yeah, three years. That no, you've never had an audience member vomit. Maybe in the toilet. I think that's Maybe they've done it privately, but not. There yeah, that's yeah, that doesn't yeah. Count, no, it doesn't a dog count. Has shat in the bar. A what? A, a dog? dog has shat in the bar. I, think, I mean, I think your dog was Eva. It was Michelle Brazier's dog. Oh, yeah. Who is a ser service dog. A is that, is a that guide right? dog ambassador, as right. it were. <laughs> She's uh, very high up in, in the ranks. Which is a guide dog, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and they put a little coat also, on them and go around, and that's the one you can pat. <laughs> Fun fact about Eva, though, is the most whatever this dog does I want to be a part of. Like, it just has these eyes of like, yeah. don't you want to give me like 80 bucks? I used to work for guide dogs. Guide dogs on, WA. Really? Yeah. They were training them in a park we were in earlier on. Yeah, um, yeah we went to a playground. Um, me, Hannah and Twyla, and Milo McCabe and his family. And there was a, yeah, there were guide dog training going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still will say, and this is this is one of my... I'd, you know when you see them things online when it's like, wh what opinion do you hold that would you know, be the most unpopular? And this is as a vegan. I still don't know where I sit morally with guide dogs. Like, <laughs> they, it feels wrong, even though that's that's not a popular thing to say. Yeah. I can't help feel like they haven't signed up for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I, I know, but it, it's one of the opinions but they don't I've got. Know what this is? No, that's the thing. I suppose they just think it's they're going out for a walk. Yeah, but it's like sheepdog. I'm like, I want to say to the, sh well, the farmer, you fucking do it. <laughs> But I even though it's what, but it is what their instinct is. I know that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, Sheepdog yeah. are essentially bred for that. When you, when you so they the should do it. But I just, I don't know. Something in me goes like, I don't know. I when want, you put I can the support little vests it. on them, um, or like the harness, they yeah. do go into like work mode. Oh, right? really? They <laughs> yeah, yeah, their yeah. uniform on. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. very like on the clock. Because <laughs> there was, there was. You're not meant to put uh, harnesses on dogs that aren't guide dogs. And right. Because they'll just start trying to help blind people. Yes. And they're not trained for it. Tra <laughs> so yeah. it's very dangerous. Yeah, a pit bull is just getting a bit like, oh, I can do this. I would just like if they trade pugs because then it would just. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I have un unprompted Twyla the first time she saw a pug and could speak to refer to it as a pig dog. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what they are. Yeah, but put on like a backpack. But now and again, she's said it now in, you know, a few times as the owner is there and can hear. Mm. And like, yeah, that's one thing. Kids don't not have a filter. Look, we were sat in um, so in Monk Bodhidharma in Balaclava. Have you been there for brunch? Mm. That's one of my favourite Melbourne brunch spots. We were sat there yesterday morning and um, Twyla was on my lap and we were eating pancakes. And there was a guy sat on a table next to him. And I like a lot of hipster Melbourne cafes, the tables are way too close to each other. Like, yeah. you might as well be eating with the people yeah. on the next table. And um, and she said, look at his funny bald head. <laughs> my mum was pregnant with me, apparently, in the waiting room. My brother looked over to a, a larger gentleman and said very loudly, mum, is he pregnant as well? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I will say that's like, you know, the they things? body shame oh, everyone. Boy, yeah. We were in a swimming pool in a, in a hotel in Heathrow, and the day we were flying out, we stayed overnight to like get, have an early morning easier. And we were in the pool, lovely pool, and a big, I think it was Mediterranean, and I'm basing that purely on body hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a big, rotund man. He got in the pool, and she just went, Look at his big, hairy belly. <laughs> Oh, God. Come on. I mean, you were looking at his big hairy belly, though. I know. But it's like having a a Larry drunk mate with you at all times. (laughs) You've just got to apologize for constantly. I'm sorry, but they mean well. Um, Uh, So when I was working at Guide Dogs, I want to to tell you a story. Because this this ambassador dog, um, Calvin... Fantastic. Uh, there is used nothing better than a dog with a person's name. Yes. Calvin. Yeah. He used to Marjorie. get farmed out. Everyone would sort of have to take him for a few weeks or, you know, whatever. Um, and so we looked after him and got to know Calvin a little bit. And he was very hungry. As a guide dog, this is not ideal. You know, right, they're yeah, constantly yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at snacks and wanting things like that. <laughs> and yeah, th- you're this led into traffic because there's, yeah. there's what he thinks is meat in there. <laughs> yeah, this led to me finding out why he was retired yeah, yeah, yeah. as a guide dog, which was that he he, he went to the shops one day with his owner, <laughs> and um, they did a they did the weekly shop. Came home with, um, you know. Sausages came home with like eighteen sausages, and the owner <laughs> puts that up on the counter. Go on, Calvin. Goes off to the bathroom. Calvin jumps up on the counter, devours all eighteen. Eighteen sausages. Yes, yes, mate. The way that his owner finds this out is hours later. The smell of the shit. Oh my god! <laughs> it came out in like a string all of sausages through the house. <laughs> oh, oh god. of course. Which oh. then he has to clean up. Purely on smell. Oh, God. Oh, my word. <laughs> yes. And Calvin, um, Calvin was retired shortly after. Yeah. yeah. Became uh, the ambassador. <laughs> you're a dog You're a dog owner. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 that's genuinely, I, no, I'm not a dog owner. Mm. I like dogs, but no. I don't want one. Um, no, I don't, I'm not. Don't it's like again, it's a, it's a weird one. I'm a vegan who, I don't, I, I don't mind animals, but yeah. I don't want one. You've got a human. Yeah, yeah, but also just I've always had that thing. I'm, I'm, you know, as much as people th- assume if you're a vegan, you're an animal lover, and mm. it's not. I don't love them. I just, I just don't want. I don't want to eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> them two things can sit <laughs> side by side. Um, but the shit thing is the thing that would just really put me off getting one. Like my, we, we're staying with my in-laws who've got a dog. Yeah, and when like we take him out for walks, I mean, I'll go with my brother-in-law and. He has to pick up like two or three shits en route. Yeah. And it's just, I'm just, yeah, I, 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 that to me is like, well. I'm just, I'm never getting a dog because I don't want to pick up shit. This is why a cat is a real fucking revolution. Because he'll just shit anywhere, you'll never find out. You're never going to find out. <laughs> you got literally, there's one. Box yeah, you have a litter box, but what he's talking about is in, in yeah. London, 
anyone who has litter a cat, box is worse it's though. It's an indoor outdoor cat. I completely disagree because the like this the litter box technology has gotten to the point. But where, where is it though? Because in the UK, most people put no, it in the yeah. fucking kitchen. In the UK, yeah, exactly. it is. You go to the insane. bathroom and there's like a sh- there's yeah, a shit sitting like, in the corner. Yeah. No, you put it in like the room you use the least yes. in a corner enclosed so the smell doesn't get out and right you, the other thing is is people in the uk never change the, like i remember the amount of people i've been on like a few dates with and their whole house would smell like cat litter oh, to the point that God. i looked up and it's like that only happens if you don't ch- like you're supposed to change it out every couple of weeks a couple of weeks yeah like i thought you're about to say every day no no yeah. no no because no, no, that's why the litter it absorbs but people literally leave it for years that's that's great. Nah, just man. Dump it, fucking boom. Also, I, I will. Why do you have to pick it up if they shit in a park? Surely it's, it's compost. You ever played it. soccer? Huh? You ever you played be- soccer in a park? Yeah. Prefer not to step. I in suppose shit. there is that, but I just feel in a in sort of the si- circle of life, it feels more natural to just leave it well, in some I, grass. I take Hopkins walking along the creek often, and that there's if she I, sometimes she does what I call a bush shit. <laughs> Uh, which I feel that's that's, that's, fine. that's a free kick shit. it into the bush. If you're good, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like as well, you, it's not surely not great for the planet if she's just shat under the bushes over there where worms and beetles and things are. And you put it in a bag. And you put it in a bag. Put it in a in a yeah. That's what I always also think. I understand yeah. if they do it on a pavement, yeah. but I think there should be some system where there's a part of the park that just stinks of shit and you've just got to go and throw it there. But that's the but thing, it, that's it's compostable. So this is the thing. That's what I always thought dog parks were. Is it's like we're... This is the area... Don't it's play soccer here. It's, it's fenced in. It's covered in shit and it's stinks. It's covered in dog shit. And that's what it was yeah. when I was a kid. Now in LA, all the dog parks, you, you still can't shit there. Like some of them are like, have a different area for them to shit. That yeah. I'm like, if it's a place for dogs... Yes. Let them go wild, baby. There's a, I, in Adelaide, when I was in Adelaide... It accumulates, that's the issue. They have some enclosed dog parks that were really cool. Oh, th- those, yeah. yeah. I've never seen one before. Near North Adelaide. They're amazing. Yeah. They're huge. In Lovely. Adelaide. Yeah. But it's like, obviously, Kai Humphrey's friend, comedian. Of course. Him and his partner have recently opened a indoor yes. soft play for dogs. Mm. What? In Glasgow. There's what? One, there's one near us called Barks and Recreation. Oh, what? Lovely. Yeah. It's a reason to It's a good a idea. Basically, it's for... You know, if you've got dogs that, you know, it, if it's shitting down with rain, yeah. you yeah, can't yeah, take yeah. your dog out to a park, but you want them to run around, you take them to an indoor dog park. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a much more common thing. I think it is. It is. Yeah, it's like first I've ever heard of. It's I've like one of those I've done that thing of assuming it yeah. never, never existed until I heard about it. It's, like that, it's one of those things where like, I had a brand yeah. new idea <laughs> with his wife. I never noticed any daycares in Los Angeles where I live until all of my friends started having yes. kids. And then suddenly you're like, Jesus, fucking, cr- they are more, they're more plentiful than gas yeah, stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like nurseries. Like I'd, I'd never, kn- yeah, that's not what you, there's a daycare, but in the UK, nurseries yeah. are every single Ex church hall. Oh my god! And ex like social club that has now been shut down. Mm. It's always well, a nursery. Are they hard to get in in the UK? Nurseries, yeah. the very good ones. There's a bit of a waiting list. Like there's mm. one around the corner from us. It's one of the best in in the area. And we called up to be like, can we come for a tour? Because we're thinking of putting our daughter in kindergarten in September. And they were like, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> not even worth it, mate. <laughs> um, so, but we have a we've we've applied. Uh, uh, for a Steiner kindergarten. Oh, here of, we fucking go. Yeah, mate. Get her hands in the dirt. Oh, you she's bastard. gonna be <laughs> so happy, but dumb as shit. Yeah. Man. 
Um, no, she's she. Gonna <laughs> have, she's gonna have those one collages. Yeah. Yeah, 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 stunning. Yeah, she'll be able to do like you know handheld geometry drawings, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I, I no, it's it's great. We 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 went for a tour of the school, and it's we've been going. I've been taking it to a Steiner playgroup, and yeah. it is lovely. I mean, it is so What's a Steiner playgroup. Steiner, so oh my god, it's basically. So it's, is but isn't Steiner the, the, isn't the concept of Steiner? You got the same teacher all the way through. Well, Steiner is a set. Is, it's just you know if you've got a normal curriculum, which is everyone does just reading numbers here right. and there and then you get things like Montessori is a bit more laid back a bit more Scandinavian mm. um, Steiner is pure like everything's neutral colours and wood yeah. and there's no real curriculum as such it's much more play led right. and yeah, and, and it is that thing of yeah you, you tend to have the same people guide you through it, mm-hmm. but the playgroup is just a, an almost an introduction to Steiner. So I've been I've been taking my daughter to Steiner playgroup since like October, mm. and it is lovely. It's so much more compared to other playgroups you go and there's fifty kids screaming and running around. It's so loud and stressful, and it's, it's full of just nannies sure. with six kids because their parents have got super busy jobs and mm. don't want to partake in the raising of their own children. <laughs> so I always find them really stressful, but taking them to a Steiner one is so chilled and everyone's just nice. And, mm. you know, it's, I mean, some, there are parts of it that I find slightly make me go like, fucking come on, mate. Like, <laughs> not everyone has to wear neutral colours. You know what I mean? Does, Sh- is that a real one? Well, no, like, there's uh, some of the mums have their... Uh, some, I was going to say some of the other mums, because <laughs> I'm the only dad who's ever there. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they always dress their kids in like you know just neutral like mm. slightly weird clothes Linen and yeah and it's just like I get it you're like signed a, up to this bag. ethos of yeah. you know um, things being much more traditional and and still play based still live in London though yeah you still live in London and also you, you give your kid a bit of colour you know mm. kids mm. love colour so yeah I just find that a bit restrictive on their yeah. kids not I, much Fisher Paykel is is sort of muted tones. What's that? Like the toys. Or have I got uh, the wrong? Have I got Fisher, Price? Fisher Price? Fisher Price. Oh, Fisher Price, Price is like the, the colourful plastic. Oh, you wouldn't. I mean, Fisher Price ain't getting through the door at a oh Steiner God, Playgroup. They would, they would <laughs> all that colourful plastic. Think you, I think you'll find it. You're out, not, mate. Not yeah. welcome in here to the Steiner school. Uh, <laughs> I remember, I knew a kid that w- went through the Steiner system. Uh, and I remember he didn't know what a rectangle was but it explained <laughs> to me how to make bread and I was just like yeah. I mean weirdly I Which think you're more I'm useful. gonna be like I think yeah, you're actually yeah, gonna yeah. be alright like yeah. that's one of those things where it's like that's way and he was like three I was like that's for a rectangle were you like well the no, tin four or five yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's yes. it was it was an interesting one I also am like I you know, growing up, you can like basically have information inserted in your brain by society that remains. And there was a Montessori school at the end, like in the neighborhood. So there was a group of Montessori kids, and then there was the rest of us who went to the public school. And I think it was just the batch of kids. Yeah. But like my my mom and my grandmother fucking hate the idea of Montessori. <laughs> like all it, like the kid decides what he wears. Go. Fuck yourself. Yeah, but your mum is your mum is an academic. My mom is a professor, so yeah. it's coming from a place. But she was proven right by all of the people that went to that Montessori school. Made up the raft of kids that, when we got to high school, either started fires or sold us pot. Like, <laughs> there's a job for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, that's yeah. Very enter- enterprising. <laughs> there is no judgment. That river had a lot of dead wood and needed to be burned <laughs> by a lot of people that now weirdly work pretty high up in the Canadian government or. Buy some people yeah, who still yeah, just yeah. work for the bikers selling drugs. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, there is. I definitely, as a a belief system, I think it's. I just think we. I don't think you're when you're seven, you shouldn't be fucking stressing about bloody maths mm. and stuff. That seems so early. I, Come on. 
Or like when I was in year nine, I went to a school that's basically a camp. Yeah. It's like it's just like a whole year Ooh. up in the mountains because they're like four t- 13, 14 year old kids aren't doing anything in the classroom. No. Like they're not learnt, like hormones are just running wild. Yeah, yeah. What if instead we send them to the woods? We, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we let them loose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it was like every week we went hiking and and uh great. and like running was a big part of it. Like and then like Pythag, you know, you're still learning maths, but it's like the angle of that mountain mm-hmm. that you yeah. can see over there. See, that's nice. You can figure that out using the the hypotenuse of, I don't know. I yeah. do think a lot of that's very important. I also think that, like, the Canadian public education system was so... Fu- I have dyspraxia and some learning disabilities, and, like, going through that was such a beautiful insight to the hypocrisy of adults because, like, I remember being 14 and a man named Michael Whiteside literally <laughs> leaned over his desk and went, I don't believe in learning disabilities. I think you're faking it, and there's nothing you can do to prove that and my mom was sat next to me and she went did you just say that and he went yeah and she was like cool i'm gonna go tell the principal and have you fired yeah, you're yeah. an idiot that's and, mad and, yeah. and then li- and literally he was it then came out as yeah. a result he hadn't been t- teaching the kids the curriculum so i was taking another class and then all of the students he was teaching that year all had to take like five standardized tests in three days the grades were disappeared and they were all given a B minus. Nice. And just it was never discussed again. Like my friend Paul literally uh, wrote the test and he just wrote out um, why he feels that math is stupid on the back and he got the <laughs> test back. He hadn't answered anything and everyone just got 70%. Like it was like this crazy cover up. So I think as much as like they're in my heart, I'm like, you guys are fucking hippies. And your yeah, kids yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually like, I yeah. think that is a better way to yes. approach because I also think that children shouldn't be around a lot of bitterness that does come out of the education teachers are not respected by our governments they're not respected no. by society in the same way the amount they have to fight for just like can we be paid enough so i can afford a pen for my yeah yeah, for yeah. My, for and my also marking? like it is that thing of the marking thing is that like you know the fact that you do whatever nine to three thirty and yeah. you get and people because because they get holidays off Everyone's like, oh, I'd love to be a teacher. I'd get mm. six weeks off in the summer. It's like, yeah, but your job is, you know, if you leave the house at eight and you get home at four yeah. and you've got to mark papers all night. Yeah. And it's just, and it's a lot. Of, it's, I think the responsibility of a teacher is yeah. often the stress yeah. of that. Like, Especially new like, teachers because they've got to build the class, like oh, build the lesson yeah, plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when so you've been doing it for 20 years, I guess you can reuse but also lesson yeah, plans. Yeah. It's not like that that period of time. Like people that work in an office are always like, I'd love to do this. What A, no one tells you about working in an office, which I only found out very recently, is they're not working the whole time. They're working like three hours Mate, over eight hours. I when I worked in an office, three hours is so generous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I did it for best part of five years in an office, and I did so little yeah, in that time. What were you meant interesting. To be doing in the office, huh? What were you meant to be doing? Well, I did um, accounts. I was in uh, the account department of two different companies, and um, you know, in the second one, it was quite high stress accounting, like management accounts and stuff. But like. Me and all the people I worked with, we our, the, our work was built around the end of the month. So we mm. would coast for the whole month mm. and then have four days of chaos where yeah. we were like... So it was just it was almost like being at school and mm. just cramming for exams. Yeah. We, oh, we took the piss so hard for the rest of the month because yeah. we did the accounts and budgeted everything. We used to do this thing where, you know, we'd oversee the budget of each department 
and like we'd obviously tell them like you're coming in under budget this month so if like because it was a we had a head office in italy and so if you wanted to get that budget again next year you have to spend your budget if you come yeah. in under budget yeah. they'll cut your budget yeah so we used to tell like departments like you need to you know you've got like you thousands in your stationary like, budget you ain't gonna get next year so fucking treat yourself to some new chairs right <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're like often as it come around to the end of the year they wouldn't have done that so we would take it on ourselves to spend it so we had the most pimped out office like, <laughs> like other departments would come down and be like why have you all got new computers yeah, so we're like uh, yeah yeah like it was genuine <laughs> and also we had like other departments had entertainment budgets because they had to had take clients out and often they didn't fully spend that so we would just be like in in December, we would be out having lunches for our department every day, just chucking it on the company card, and, we, and we'd be squirreling it off into different departments and just I, pretending it was our it was their budget. I actually knew all this without him ever telling me this, which is whenever you go to a new pub in the center of London with Carl, he will always say, "I used to come here when I worked in accounts." Yeah. And at a certain point, I was just like, "I think that there was some fraudulent activity." Oh my amount, god! The amount of pubs that he has set, like we have walked in and gone like, "Ah, oh, yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do like, it was mad. We used to have like eating challenges. <laughs> Just because we had money to spend. We'd be in Chiquitos getting a, Jesus. you know, a, a family meet feast each, seeing if we could just get through it. And like, it was so much fun. But that, that was an independent arts company. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all going to the arts. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. It's that level so of chaos, but no money. Oh, man. So, yeah. We, it was so, it was like, it was hard for four days a month. And the rest of the month was just us just the, doing the bare the, minimum. There's like a productivity commission in Australia that try and, you know, advise, like, maybe you should do this as a country. And do yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've just advised that so the four day week. should go to a four-day well, week. Well, they've done trials and yeah, it's yeah. shown that productivity often increases. Yeah. <laughs> because I think if you said to everyone, look, You've got your job you've got now, yeah. but you're going to do it in two days a week. Yeah. <laughs> then people would work so hard on them two days to relax for five. Yeah, exactly. That productivity would not drop. Yeah, that's but what it's saying. just yeah, it's that thing with the economy. That everyone would just shit their pants and yeah, yeah, yeah. think it's going to ruin other parts of the economy, which I, probably there would be it would be effects on I don't know hospitality and well, things. But not if you've got five nights to go out and get shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's like huge now like. Um, academic and like business debates about this because the problem is especially with post-covid kind of like made this like light speed happening but like the office is disappearing but the problem is is that our we've built cities that weren't focused on factories before they're not focused on these offices yeah, yeah and the problem is is if they all go desolate it'll just be like any other desolate area yeah, yeah, taken yeah. Over to whatever, whatever. so they're just trying to figure out a way to basically preserve the way our cities are yes. designed mm. in any way possible and yeah, yeah yeah i just like for me i'm just saying everyone work from home burn baby burn let's yeah, just yeah, have yeah, the yeah. best skate parks in the world oh yeah 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 there's so much graffiti <laughs> everywhere exactly. like yeah. it just like just i get but you know i feel like i've really leaned into southern california hippiedom where i'm like yeah. release it back to the trees capitalism but is it, also, dead. it also shows how like the sort of brain worms that people have got when it mm. comes to like there are so many people like a lot of people that are into conspiracy theories are now obsessed that like the, the new world order the world economic forum yeah. and that. what they're trying to do is bring in things like the universal basic income like to basically give everyone money to stay at home and not work and it's mm. going to destroy the world and it's <laughs> like that sounds great. Yeah. Like that's my, yeah. my like they like what do you want to just rely on the government and not work? It's like that is exactly what I want. Yeah. 
But yeah. unfortunately, I live in a country where that is not possible because <laughs> the benefits are so low. If I could be on benefits forever yeah. and not work, that would be my dream life. Why do you think that there was so much effort within COVID? Not to be this fucking guy, but I'm very much this fucking guy. Of like so quickly being, it's so fucked up. People are being handed this money because billionaires and oligarchs and and giant corporations had to quickly make sure that people weren't like. Wait a minute. This the is government good. has enough money to get. I was in a. This is so crazy because no one will give Trump credit for this. But we got eighteen hundred dollars, no questions <laughs> asked, for almost two years, and that motherfucker still lost an election. Like, <laughs> like everyone, like everyone in California was like, "This is the best." Yeah. No one talk about where it's coming from because this guy's yeah, got to go. Yeah, but of course. Woo! But it's sort of one of those things, like when people congratulate John Howard for the the getting rid of the guns in australia yeah. yeah it's i'm always like yeah but that is base that is the lowest level like of course he should have got rid of the guns yeah 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 it's the only normal response to a massacre yes. which is what happened in australia similarly of course you should have got 1500 or 1800 dollars or whatever yeah. it was yeah yeah, like, yeah if there was a democrat in they would have done that as well of course yeah like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no no i know absolutely yeah. I, and it's one of those things where i always find and this that is why i don't think you should vote for him uh, well, too bad i already have <laughs> so why you should stop trying to. to push him on podcasts Guys, listen <laughs> stop he's the decider <laughs> um he, uh, but it's again it's so fucking fascinating all you're a hundred percent correct on your point of it's like it's just the logical thing they're going to do like with canada i always like there's a it's always like a stone in my shoe because people are like, oh canada legalized gay marriage in 2003 the re but the reason why was was that government was getting chucked out because canada refused to go to the war in iraq yes. and the right wing in america rose up and everyone in canada was like Fuck you! We have to go to this bloodbath, and the Liberal Party on the way out went. Oh, if you already hate us, you're gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> and did that, and no one, re everyone remembers that we the no. And I was like, that was done for spite. That was yeah, not yeah, done yeah. out of good intentions, which you know is. But mm. who cares? It still got done. But it's one of those things where I always like. It's always like, hmm. Mm. In the same way of like Trump did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you was. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> what happened with gay marriage in the UK was brought in under the Conservatives. Right, yeah. David, David oh, Cameron yeah. brought it in. Hi, everybody. That's the end of the public episode. Thanks for listening. Um, now, if you would like to hear more, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash. We are TVI. You have to put it in the search bar. Because we still haven't taken it off uh, adult content. Because it's triple X. <laughs> it's triple It's dirty. <laughs> Filthy. Nice. Get dear. your willies out when you listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go over to Patreon, sign up. Uh, what's the what is it? What's the what's the tiers? I can't remember what they're three. We've got three pounds, five pounds, ten, £10. and twenty. <laughs> I mean, the twenty is a joke one. Ten pounds is sort of a joke as yeah. well. Three pounds gets you just all the back catalogue extra episodes and hours yeah, and hours. And I hours. mean, there's what well, I don't know how I'm a hundred hundred hours extra sort of episodes. Uh, and um, the £5 tier, you get all that as well. But you also, if you wish, uh, get to join the TVI WhatsApp group. Um, and you can also see the full episode or listen to the full episode with a £3 tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So £5 gets you the WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's it. That's all you need to know. Get over to Patreon if you want more. Thanks for listening. Otherwise, though. just thanks for listening to the public episode. And we'll Please like and episode. share. Yeah, give it a share, mate. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell your... Kids. <laughs> bye bye. Love you. Yeah, I'm in the podcast. I'm in the podcast. I'm in the podcast. I'm in the podcast. I'm in the podcast.